Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons. We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content. Stuff like weird sex things, and, um, and butts! We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show! Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics. Hello, and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we charge through the ink to find hidden gems. I'm Ichi the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Sir the cat. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I have yeah, all the- that. What was that? You said I, hi. I'm, I'm channeling my freaking my my like inner like freshman in high school who was just like lol random there. <laughs> so I don't know. That was my nerdy voice. Oh yeah. boy. Oh, oh boy. boy, we're going to get more homework assignments. What do you nerds say? Is that something they say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do they you have a holographic Charizard? <laughs> I did have one, actually. <laughs> I did, too, actually. I, 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 was, I can't be late for chess club, because if I'm late for chess club again, I get kicked out. Oh, no. Not that. <laughs> oh, Sasuke, maybe you'll be real one day. Today's oh, the day. We got another fighting dreamer on here. <laughs> so <clears throat> yes welcome Hi. to our podcast <laughs> uh the podcast where, where we watch cartoons that have fallen into the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible like naruto uh, like naruto which is... has fallen into the public domain <laughs> they really <laughs> fucked up the rights on that one just yeah. straight up <laughs> they did not know what they were doing just like george romero <laughs> uh, oh uh, Oh, oh yeah! I forgot he died. Damn it! <laughs> I just assumed John George Romero is always alive. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna kind of live the rest of my life assuming that he is. That's maybe, just kind of how. In maybe he's undead the... now. Eh, that's a little on the nose, but um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get started on that, we actually talk about stuff that's like cartoons and stuff. And one of them is we talk about the news of cartoons and stuff. Uh, and I'm gonna start. I'm going to start because I got something that got me really excited. Uh, so uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is coming back. Just in time Yay. for October. Heck yes. Uh, so uh, for those who don't know, uh, I mean, you you might know just because it became like kind of a viral thing and then it became like a kind of a huge deal. Um, basically, the premise is that it's a uh, it, it's a parody of like children's like programming uh pr- primarily it's like the united kingdom it's very sesame street in times too though like it's basically it's like giant it's like muppets and like a guy in a giant red hairy costume and like just with like weird sleepy british accents and uh you know it starts off like a boring 
uh, like kind of like blandish uh, kid show, and then just becomes into a nightmare. Yeah, just like like, a, like gripping modern existential horror. <laughs> yeah, like it's actually uh, a really good satire uh, because yeah. like there's a lot of really good uh, interpretations of the work. It's like a, it's not just weird for the sake of weird. It's actually really well thought out. Yeah, and it's, it's actually like that's the thing I love about Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is that it's very nebulous in in a way that uh is open to readings and gets people really excited about readings and that's something that I really enjoy like that's why I enjoy like uh like David Lynch's work and stuff like that so also, I'm very some, uh, excited that there's more coming out same also it has some really fun like dark humor in it like uh yes it is hilarious that is the other thing <laughs> is every single one of them is funny so all the stuff about in the food episode making your teeth turn gray. <laughs> the aspect, <God>. the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the anatomy dummy with the weird hacking and stuff. Your body is like a house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it's a great series, uh, and it's coming back. Uh, now, one thing I didn't know about this, because, like, see, they just posted a uh, trailer uh, for it on their website, and it's just called Wakey Wakey, uh, the, and they did not announce that this was going to be a thing at all. But, yeah, uh, and it showed a bunch of different clips of stuff. Um, but from what I understand, from when I looked into it a little bit more, like, uh, after it's been out for a couple days, uh, what apparently the creators are trying to do is... Uh, make it into a series, like a television series, like whether really? it be like a, like oh, wow. whether like a like a like a, like whether it be through like streaming or network television or something like. That. I really doubt network television would want it, but um, <laughs> I, could, actually, I could see I could see Adult Swim wanting it. Maybe yes. it actually uh, looks like they're uh, they're getting backed by a video channel already because like if you look at the uh, logos at the end, one of them is for a Super Deluxe. Well, yes, because uh, that's actually what I was going to bring up as Super Deluxe, uh, as well as Conan O'Brien's whole uh, st- studio. Really? They're the people. Yeah, like they—they they actually are uh, part of it. Like they're like they've actually produced several uh, animated shows recently. Like I heard good things about that one star. Like that, like, it was like a sci-fi parody kind of show that they did with like the cat guy and stuff in it. Um, I'm sure you would recognize it because they played a billion ads for it at YouTube at one point. Um, cat guy. Like, Are we talking about Final Space? Yes, Final Space. That's right. Oh, the uh, Olin Rogers show, right? Y- yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. uh, that that was also produced by Conan Bryan's like production team. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a similar sort of thing because it was originally like a video on the internet that became a series through that company, and that's kind of what they're trying to do with Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared as well. Um, I've heard good things about Final Space. I have not seen Final Space. Neither have I. Uh, I haven't either, but I think I'm guessing all of us have at least seen one balloon shop video. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, and it's it's one of those balloon shop guys who, uh, who oh, okay, made, who's that's Olin Rogers. He's one of the guys who made that show and does the main voice in it. Okay, okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of of two minds about this because I'm genuinely excited to see a long form version of don't hug me. I'm scared. Um, like that sounds like it could be like absolutely fantastic. Uh, but I also feel like, um, if it's not handled correctly, it could be too much too quickly. (laughs) And, uh, 
I don't know. It's uh, or it I feel be- like I feel like the brevity of "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" is one of its greatest strengths, and that's what kind of scares me about the idea of trying to like stretch it into a, a thirty-minute episode format. I feel like the best way to do this would be kind of the Adult Swim, like, 11-minute episode kind of thing. I could see that, yeah. Like, that would be fine, yeah. Like, I think that, I think that'll be, I think that would work fine. Uh, and honestly, I would, I want this to be picked up by like a streaming service, like a Netflix or a Hulu or something, if only just because they'll have no boundaries, (laughs) like none. (laughs) And that is, that's what I want. I don't want a, censored don't hug me i'm scared (laughs) that's not what i want at all um yeah i don't want restrictions but you know what even if it is a bad we'll always have the originals and that is that is good enough for me uh yeah it's a i I, i'm excited i think the people do really good work that i really love the episode of gumball that they directed which at the very end just basically turns into an episode of don't hug me i'm scared um (laughs) it's pretty great um ht you did it wrong the first time make another one (laughs) <laughs> green is not a creative color um uh but yeah uh it's uh i'm, I'm excited i'm excited I, I hope they get uh a really good studio that lets them have a lot of creative liberty to do cool stuff to uh produce it so then we can get more of this wonderful wonderful nightmare atrocity um so i think i think in general we're all very excited to see what comes out of this yeah so uh uh, Cirque, you said you had news? Yeah, let's talk about something that we're trepidatious about now. Uh, Netflix has announced that the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender are going to do a live-action version of it. Hooray. We talked about this before we started recording, and I already used my good joke, so I'm bummed. <laughs> <laughs> do it anyways. Well, it won't be funny now, but do it anyways. This, finally, after all these years, a live action avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. Uh, here's the truth, and I've said this before, and it's still true right now. I have not seen an episode of any episode of version of Airbender a- Avatar. Like, I have not seen Korra. I have not seen the last Airbender. I have not even seen the live action M Night Shyamalan film. I have, I have not. I have seen the I have seen the live action M Night Shyamalan film. I watched it my first year of college. We uh, in my dormitory we had a we had a a room that we could rent out to put up a to put up a movie like in like a theater that they had mm-hmm. built, uh, and uh, we watched it with riff tracks, and it was very fun. <laughs> I, I just watched that stuff here, Shrine Boy. I've seen I've seen two things from the live action M Night Shyamalan, uh, the last Airbender, uh, the the scene with the rock fighting. Everyone which has is, seen the rock fighting scene because it is legendarily real bad. It's so slow. It is so slow. Like you could, I could hurt people with dirt clods better than those freaking rocks. Um, it's it's but, sad because like in the cartoon, the the payoff for that would be like a huge boulder. Instead, I don't get why they just went with a tiny little rock. But uh, but then there's uh, uh, the penis hair. That's the only other thing I know about <laughs> the last hair pander. Hang on, the what now? Uh, there's a character at one scene who has like when they're they're, they're facing uh, away from the camera their hair looks like just like a penis basically oh no that's it I yeah 
this. You're gonna have to provide pictures. Although you might. I have don't. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to Google the last Airbender penis hair. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Aang has any, so there you go. I know his name. I know his name. I, I'm not an idiot. I just haven't seen it. Um, so uh, uh, I don't know. Um, the original creators are behind it, which kind of it kind of baffles me because it's like I uh, uh, shut up, Navy. Um, so uh, <laughs> I I uh, like I. Doesn't Nickelodeon own <laughs> Avatar? Um, yes. Right? Nickelodeon? Yeah. They made it? I mean, yeah. it didn't stop... It didn't stop uh, M. Night Shyamalan, so... But that was that was licensed by Nickelodeon. That was an actual Nickelodeon series, a movie. Like, it was an Nickelodeon Studios-produced movie. And hmm. so, like, it's just... It's, it's weird. Like, I don't... I've never heard of Netflix and Nickelodeon being a thing. In fact, I kind of associate Netflix. Uh, I can kind of associate Hulu more with Nickelodeon, and oh yeah, because they are Viacom owned, right? Yeah, and it's just like I'm like, okay, so why is Netflix? Why does Netflix get the Last Airbender live action series? <laughs> like, why? Why is that the thing that's going on here? That makes no sense. Isn't, maybe they're maybe the they're starting time. a partnership. Maybe Netflix, Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network are going to band together against Disney. I mean, it's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go against that. Uh, isn't Voltron also from the uh, old creators of Korra uh, and stuff? I believe so. Maybe maybe something to do I'm, with that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at least some people involved were uh were related to that mm -hmm. yes right i mean just I, I i guess i don't have enough of a stake in this conversation so i think me talking as much as i have is probably too much um <laughs> well i think i think cirque is the only one here who has watched the original series uh as nope. like no? All right. So Actually, none of us honestly, should be talking about this. <laughs> we're, Wait, we're what? All, we're yeah, all I have unqualified. Not seen, I, I, I have to be Trump honest. Trump I didn't go on Trump. And then the episode Trump where they went to the island full of warrior women, which is really early, and then I just sort of dropped off. Wait, so you haven't seen... How many episodes have you seen? Maybe three or four. Have I seen the most episodes of the last Airbender in this conversation? Oh god! Oh, that's wild! Oh wow! Someone, someone listening to this podcast really fucking hates us right now. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's really I mean, bad. I, I don't blame them because I know it's good. I know. I know it's, it's good, good too. I've seen the episodes I saw were very good. I just. I I just struggle to get into like a series that like I mean, one with continuity for some reason. It just I, my problem was just that it it was it came out right at the time when I did not watch action cartoons like at all. Like well, it, so it was like it came out at the uh, time where I would refuse to give anime the time of day, and it looked anime enough for me to drop off real quick. Now I it came it came for me at the time when I was only interested in real anime, not anime made by Americans. Oh, I had that opinion too. <laughs> honestly, I did, even though so, I had no interest. I would have not watched it either way, but I totally had that exact same opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my unfortunate deal. Let's be fair. Uh, only only the French can really pull that off. Yeah, French anime is the only decent version of anime, <laughs> other than Japan Japanese anime. I was just about to say Japan anime. 
no. We're back in the 80s, everyone. We're talking about Japanimation. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, like it's, uh, I hope it's good. I hope they do something good with it. But I I also feel like a remake this early feels weird. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just want to atone for the M. Night Shyamalan thing. Whatever. I also, I also feel like Netflix produced stuff is sort of just erratic, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. in terms of quality, there's like, a, you know, it's, it's like the, you're like, like, they, they, I think they just produce so much stuff that they just like wait for the good stuff, like to float to the top, like Stranger it, Things or, I mean, like uh, they, 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 they make, murder. yeah, like yeah. they, they, it's, it's a, it's a law of large numbers kind of situation at times. Uh-huh. From uh, from what I've heard, it goes like this. Netflix TV shows, kind of a mixed result. You get your really good ones and your really trash ones. Netflix movies, mostly bad. Netflix documentaries, absolutely killer. So they're doing like the Saturday Night Live sort of mm. uh, philosophy to creating stuff, which is, uh, well, movies mostly bad <laughs> right like you mentioned and well, their their sketches are are very much like hit or miss. everyone everyone only remembers the hits <laughs> not the <laughs> not the ocean of misses <laughs> um, uh, yeah. God. Not, so, not not the it's pat stuff <laughs> um, oh lord i don't even know what that is and it i can already oh, tell it's uh bad. yeah <laughs> let's it's let's offensive. let's just not get into that yeah i'll save if that you, for after this if you like transphobia look into it that's Uh-oh, about nope, the only reason I, why you would like it yep. no nope <laughs> yeah i'll just take your word for it then that doesn't just yeah. me in the slightest yeah it's it's pretty f-ing bad uh there is actually a really good uh review of the it's pat movie which yes existed uh that uh uh that uh allison uh pregler and uh brad jones did for movie nights and i recommend watching that even though it is still going to be a huge uh content warning of like massive transphobia on terms of the film um brad but, jones that's the uh cinema snob right yeah he's cinema snob yeah um but okay. Uh I mean, yeah, it, it's uh like I, I TV shows I yeah, they can be kind of hit or miss, but I generally think there are more hits and misses just because I feel like that they have more time to do stuff. Uh and then uh the movies are oftentimes just the gu- the garbage that was shoveled onto Netflix because they can't like as opposed to like putting it onto a DVD shelf for like five bucks. Um uh, not always true though. There, I've heard there's some really, really good horror films on uh, Netflix as an original, as original horror films on I there. So I am really hyped for uh, this one movie that they're putting out called Apostle, which looks like it looks like rural, like Wickerman, like a uh, crazy, like a uh, puritanical cult stuff starring Dan Stevens that like comes out next, like uh, October twelfth. That I'm really hyped for. I've heard really good stuff about the ritual, but that's not a cartoon. Oh, so. the ritual! Oh, if if I was allowed to talk about that, I would talk about that. That's a good one. All right. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, point is, uh, I hope it's good, and I hope people who like that show will like it. Um, and hey, maybe they'll have a gay that's open for this. Maybe like not at the very last minute and just holding hands, like actual gay. Oh, you know, gay. Oh, Ben Gay. Oh, Ben Gay. It's really hard for us. Open the pod gay doors. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, but okay. Uh, I mean, is there anything that you have, Casey? Um, new clip released from Scooby Doo and the Gourmet Ghost. <laughs> Slimer. <laughs> okay. It has it has Bobby Flay in it. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- what? I want a Guy Fieri Scooby Doo movie. That's just what I want. Scooby Doo in Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Expa- Finally, Expa- we'll get to see what Flavor Town looks like. Finally, the exp- rich universe that was only sh- told to us in legend. Um, God. <laughs> yep. That is the only animation news that I am aware of, and I'm only aware of it because I just barely pulled up a cartoon news website. <laughs> I have another uh, piece of uh, you, uh, actual Netflix news to bring up if you guys are uh, out of a... Uh... Wow, I'm... I'm uh, 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 I have a new piece of Netflix news to bring up if nobody else has anything else. Go for it. Okay. So, they are putting out a new cartoon called Hilda. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, yeah. It looks really... It looks cute. Doesn't really look like my thing, but it seems very enjoyable. It's about a girl named Hilda who sort of, like, lives in the countryside in sort of a world where it's, like, sort of those, like, urban fantasy-type worlds where, like, there's, like, just stuff out in the woods and, like, there's monsters around and stuff, but everybody's really, like chill and stuff with it and it's it's all cozy and she has to move out from the forest to the big city and sort of like restart her life there and she comes to sort of discover that like she can have fun still and like see a lot of fantastic things in the city and meet new friends and stuff and it looks cute and apparently it's based on a graphic novel yeah like i'm looking up a bit here and it's a graphic novel of the same name uh it was it was it won an Eisner award uh and yeah it's it's dropping here the 21st so by the time this episode comes up it's going to be good it's a, or rather it's going to be up rather uh but yeah i i i i always like seeing good children's programming on uh netflix Same. because cuz like i mean there's stuff that i haven't seen just because it's like for very little kids so i don't really have interest uh but there's a lot of kids programming on netflix that's just dumb and not good uh but then like there's good stuff on there like uh there's uh, captain underpants uh serious fortune events uh you know there's there's it's slow like there's definitely stuff on there that's getting uh, and then hopefully Hilda will be one of those, and I am going to probably check it out. So, uh, yeah. Give um, us a trip report. I've I actually will. got one other thing. Okay. Uh, and I've, mm, I'm always very reluctant to consider, like, speculative stuff like this news, because in reality, it is very far from news, but... Uh, a Wiley Coyote movie is in pre-production, <laughs> so oh, God. that's fun. It's being it's being uh, a, it's being I guess uh, the director of the Lego Batman movie is on board to produce it. Okay, uh, so that's that inspires mild confidence. Uh, well, that could be all right. Yeah, no, no. Like I, I think that if a. a I think a Wile E. Coyote movie done well would be really, really cool. Uh, but what 
my my prediction, my professional p- prediction as an expert cartoon podcaster, as an actual cartoon, is, yeah, oh yeah, as as a real cartoon dog in real life, is uh, uh, that we will get no Wiley e. Coyote movie, and it will be stuck in uh, in production hell forever. <laughs> uh, so I I kind of I second that. Uh, and here's the main reason why. Uh, neither of the main characters can talk. And if you make them talk, it ruins everything. <laughs> there was there was that Bugs Bunny, Wile E. Coyote cartoon where he did talk, and that's a good one, too. Wile uh, E. Coyote. My Super name is Mud, genius. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, okay, I honestly always hated that cartoon as a kid just because I knew Wile E. Coyote wasn't supposed to talk. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's um, It's just... Like what? What it would probably end up being in that case is there would be supplementary characters who do talk around them, <laughs> which would oh they find an orphan and they have to take it oh, over to Lord. the orphanage. They're, they're, doing, they're doing straight up the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, that movie's so bad. <laughs> no, guys, <laughs> guys, listen. What they're gonna do is they're gonna remake the one Animal uh, Man issue from Grant Morrison's run where. Uh, a Roadrunner, t- not Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote type character gets pulled out of a cartoon world, and in the real life, he's just a horrifying monster that can't die. It's gonna be that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be about uh, Wiley Coyote killing the Roadrunner in like the first five minutes, and then having an existential crisis when he has nothing else <laughs> in his life. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, the concept Roadrunner isn't even in the title of the film. It's Wiley Coyote versus Acme, is what they're calling it. <gasps> Oh, now that's, that's see, like that's already an interesting premise. <laughs> that, <laughs> so, like, like I could, I, I actually really like that idea that like Wiley Coyote could just be taking revenge on the fucking company that screwed him over like for the for like sixty years or fifty. How many years? It's how old yeah. is Wiley Coyote? Yeah, that could be fun. Well, probably that could be neat. Actually, yeah, I think it would be really cool. But the other thing I think is that we'll never get it. Uh, no, no, we will. So it's we, uh, well, we'll see. It's <laughs> very speculative <laughs> right now. These rumors rarely lead to to true things. Although I do remember a very young version of Casey the dog being excited to discover that a Smurfs movie would be produced. <laughs> oh, six, seven <laughs> years down the line. <laughs> so <Wait>. maybe <laughs> you. Maybe uh, let's, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I grew up and stopped believing in magic far before the Smurfs movie could suck. So, uh. also, would you have, would you have called yourself a pup named Casey back then? I would have and been sued. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go ahead and watch some cartoons. I think. Well, yes. before that, let's uh, let's get to the Patreon. Let's talk about our Patreon oh, yeah. first. Let's okay, talk about let's... our Patreon, since high engagement is at the beginning of the podcast. Yes. And, Hello, uh, most let's... of our audience. <laughs> Hello. Here's 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 the music that lets you know that this is the part where we talk about something uh, that is serious. We're going to talk to you oh, about drugs. We're, we're, we're going to tell you that to not to do the drug and you don't, don't, don't snort a weed. And also uh, to uh, join our Patreon, because our Patreon is great, because... Uh, uh, we made it, and it pays. It pay, It helps. It helps pay our ed- editors, who uh, honestly uh, are the people who make this podcast even work in the slightest bit. Because I've tried editing a podcast very recently, and it's not good. It's bad. It's I'm, very I'm, hard. I hate it. I hate the no doing good, it. No good, very bad job. 
<laughs> I don't like it. I don't like doing it at all. It's the worst thing alive. Please save me from myself. But please uh, save anyways. our please save our enemies by doing to our podcast. <laughs> and listen to Direct to the Future today. Um, anyways, uh, but no, the po- we it's 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 truly great. Whenever uh, people want to support us, it's uh, truly flattering, and it really does just go straight to our editors because yep. they're the people that make it work more than anything else, um, more than anyone else, uh, and uh, they yeah, are like, awesome, and we love them. And it's it's not just you giving us money though. If you just want to give us money, you don't want to get anything out of it. We won't we won't turn you down. But uh, if you give us five dollars a month, a money uh, like five dollars a month, uh, then uh, you get a bonus podcast by all of us, including our editors, where we uh, talk about a really bad cartoon movie uh, and then make fun of it while I'm extremely drunk and uh, we you watched were... Woody Wood. We watched Woody Woodpecker, and that was <laughs> a mistake. It you never- were incredibly <laughs> drunk for that, and I think you had the most fun. We all uh, hated it. <laughs> I hated it. It was the worst thing alive, and I, 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 I it's not the worst thing alive. Speaking of which, so. I mentioned the Tom and Jerry movie. If we're able to find that on a streaming service, that has to be on our list for <laughs> potential Toontown Nights episodes. Oh no! I would be uh, up for that. That I, and- that movie's that movie at least has some stuff in it. It has Tony J eating the scenery. Well, okay, so uh, there, at the very least, like you be you, you if you want us to watch the Tom and Jerry movie, and I put it on a poll, then you can vote for it on the poll, uh, and that that's that's another thing you get if you donate five dollars a month. Uh, also, you get a uh, newsletter that we all write, where we just talk about things that are not about cartoons. We just talk about other things that are interests us. Uh, and uh, like we talk about movies and weird YouTube stuff and podcasts and car- uh, music and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, just join our Patreon and uh, don't go broke doing this. Like you don't have to like choose between rent or us. We're not going to ever make you make that decision. Uh, but if you could spare it, we'd love you forever for it. Um, so yeah. And the Patreon is, uh, patreon.com slash TTPW, uh, which stands for Toontown Public Works. So patreon.com slash TTPW. Also, meth is real bad. Don't do that one either. This is crack. Was that your Pee Wee Herman? That was like Pee Wee Herman via the receptionist from Monsters, Inc. What's her name again? <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Yeah, that one. Roz. Roz is the one. Roz. Roz. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we're going to go on to the actual thing you're here for, which is, uh, well, maybe you were here for other stuff as well. But um, the thing that we're here for uh, is the public domain cartoons. Yeah. Puppy power. That's what we're here for. Puppy power. But no, like we have a... So we have this uh, DVD collection that has a whole bunch of uh, car- of uh, uh, cartoons that have fallen to the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible. And uh, today, uh, we're going to watch three of those. And we choose those via a little thing we like to call... The List. Ah. They're going to save everyone. <laughs> List. Uh, <laughs> we just do the whole song. <laughs> it's a miracle. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, Alex, uh, drum roll, please. Huh. Okay, sure. Um, we're going to watch a mellow tune. Okay. Uh, and it's called uh, Noah's Ark. Okay. Oh, that's what that video game was based on. Yeah, Super Noah's Ark. It's one of my. It's my favorite platformer from Capcom. It's my yeah. favorite Doom mod. Too bad Doom ripped it off. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Super. Oh wait, there there is a Noah's Ark NES game, I think, or I think it was. It was either that or Super Nintendo, and it was made by Capcom. And uh, it's a weird platformer game where you collect animals. It's I am and no, it turns into a fish. I no, saw. Fish. I saw the AVGN review when I was. The age when you watch such things. Shush. Okay. This arc of the poopy sh ass part. Uh, so. Uh, from here, uh, this podcast is just for true Christians out there. Uh, true believers only. Yeah. Uh, and if you believe a rainbow is a symbol of uh, homosexuality, then you're right, actually. It's actually a... Symbols change over time, and it's actually a beautiful way of uh, representing the diversity in uh, people's sexualities and genders. Uh, so, yeah. So this was an editorialization of... The story of Noah and the many animals. So many uh, Which I believe is what it's officially called by, by members of the Christian <laughs> Noah and the so many animals. Noah <laughs> and the so many animals. Um, <laughs> so it's made by... if So uh, long-time listeners will remember the last time we watched a cartoon by this particular production company. Uh, I think it was our second episode where I... Uh, I said, as soon as we were done, I just said I was so bored. <laughs> and <laughs> that sentiment that sentiment continues for me. I thought this was extremely boring. Well, and maybe maybe it's because I already knew what was going to happen. But <laughs> yeah, spoilers, but, a flood. But yeah. KC, but KC, what if we run, what if there are listeners in, to this podcast who don't know the story of Noah's Ark? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's... We didn't we have like a thing where we saw that there was like listeners in like the Philippines or something? Yeah, uh, we actually. had some. I don't know about the Philippines. We definitely had some in Japan. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, so, but yeah, like I, I don't know. That's the that's the farthest. Of that, I think we <laughs> that's have. assuming the Philippine people in the Philippines don't have Christianity too. That's really really kind of. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I know I know people who served their missions for the LDS Church out there. So okay, fair. They have some form of Christianity, uh, uh, yeah, in small numbers, uh, presumably. But I don't really know. Anyway, uh, it's um, just it's Noah's Ark. I mean, the thing is that the thing is the thing is is that um, I I disagree just because the bullfighting one was like boring just because it, there was nothing to it and like. A whole bunch of nothing happened, and then something kind of happened, and then that was the end. Uh, that was the, that was basically what the bullfighting one won. This is basically just a retelling of Noah's Ark, which at least has a plot. Um, 
which is more than I could say about the Bulls hiding one. Um, well, so H, you didn't. I, I don't believe you were raised in a in a practicing Christian household, HT. Um, um not necessarily. I mean, yeah. Like, so like like uh, for for me at least, and this experience may not echo for everyone, but the moment someone mentions like a noteworthy name from the Bible in a way that implies they're going to tell a story, I just like Manchurian Candidate style blank out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's basically a cue to say, you may stop listening now. It's a defense mechanism. <laughs> so, it's a defense mechanism. So, like, so when, when someone starts talking about, like, like Noah and the sinners and they stopped believing in God, like, I, my mind just wanders helplessly. So that hey, might Casey. be why I was bored. <laughs> what? Casey, Jacob and Esau. Uh. <laughs> okay, it works, um, folks. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, yes, completely agree. Um, but like, I also thought this was fun just because, well, fun, uh, like with quotations, because it was interesting to look at. And I don't mean that it's good drawings. It just was like the the designs of the characters were very, they're very distinct uh, in a way that just like I'm trying to pick pinpoint the exact wording I'm trying to find for what it reminds me of. Like it, it kind of looks like a New Yorker cover at time or like cartoon or something. I don't know. See that. Yeah. It's know. very, very blocky. Yeah. Like it's sort very, of, yeah. Yeah. It's and not like, bad. It looks good. Like, like now it just looks like the Colonel Sanders, a little bit extra yeah. like hair <laughs> on top. Uh, and then his, one of his sons just looks like Jesus, which is really weird. Um, but like, God jumped know. the it, gun there. He did. He really did. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler for the rest of the Bible. Jesus exists. Um, <laughs> um, just just but, wait until you get to Revelations. It's going to be wild. <laughs> yeah, that was just like Paul. We're after, all, like, we're all waiting play for all of us to get to Revelations. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming, you know. It, anyway. it, I mean, <laughs> if you mean that, like, I'm going to eventually eat peyote and have a horrible hallucination, then yeah, that's probably going to happen just to get away <laughs> from boring shit like this. Um, anyways. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's it's like a... I, I don't know. I, I feel like the... Uh, I, I feel like it's hard to talk about this because, like, the only thing... Because it is just... Like what are what are we going to say? It's a like, are we going to tell them the story of Noah's Ark? <laughs> like, <we can't. laughs> like, I mean, the basic plot is just so, that God saw that the world was full of sinners and people who are fighting each other and not believing God. It goes to the one righteous man that's left on earth, I guess, and just said, "Hey, uh, build a boat because other, otherwise y'all gonna die." And, and the joke, the so the jokes in this. So first of all, there's no there's no dialogue between characters. It's all narrated by a guy. And the jokes in this cartoon are just like, they're like a parody of a boring joke where it's like, and the bees were the last to go into Noir's Ark as they had stingers and nobody wanted to walk behind the bees' stingers. And like, that's the joke. And it's so, like, oh boy. So, so, so people, <laughs> like, are, people are ready to walk behind the porcupines? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's like, it's just like so, so deeply unfunny. It's, which, it's which really in a way, wrong. makes it like perfect for like a youth pastor. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, like, yeah, just I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to go into like 
talk about oh, the weird plot stuff with the Noah's Ark because it's like Jesus Christ I'm not like myself at 18 I don't need to do this anymore yeah. <laughs> I'm just like uh, but like uh, I don't know it's it's uh, it's fine it's not bad if you like kids like if you want your kids to watch a Bible thing you could definitely do worse uh, I had two things that I found interesting about it okay okay so the first one was at the start the said Based on a Capitol Albums record, which makes me think that this was sort of the animated version of, you know, you know, when you were young and you had those picture books of like the CDs or the records that you get with them and you just go through while you were like reading them and stuff. Mm -hmm, yeah, it kind of it kind of makes me think that there was something like that out there. And I guess in a little in a sense, that was kind of nostalgic and fun. And also... In, in this version of the Noah's Ark story, he doesn't really wrangle the animals onto the boat. They sort of, like, treat him like Dr. Doolittle, where he has to, like, go up to the animals and present his cages, cases to each of them. And that was, that was something, I guess. Mm. That was, that was out of the ordinary it's for me. Cute. It's there, cute. Are, there, there are redeemable things about this cartoon. I, 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 I won't say that it's bad. And I won't say that it's ugly. Like, some christian media can end up being uh but like yeah this is it's fine it's just like fine. like like that's the thing is like this isn't a twist on noah's ark this isn't it's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> right so you know if you if you want a cartoon that's just a by the books retelling of noah's ark uh for children then uh there you go that's what you get <laughs> uh all right yep so from here, uh, I think we're ready to move on to yeah. the next one. Okay. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and let's talk um, about a cartoon that we found on the list. Alex, drumroll. Okay. Um, we are going to watch a cartoon that's uh, called uh, Spinning Mice. <laughs> okay. Spinning Mice? All spinning right. Mice. Spinning I, Mice. I don't know who has made this, but yeah, Spinning Mice. Sure. Spin the Mice! Huh. <laughs> what, a, what a weird cartoon. I loved it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I really it, I really did. Um it, it has many twists and many turns. So at first we were very angry. <laughs> uh, angry. Because it, it's it started with a live action segment. I don't and, uh, I don't know about you guys. I was I was waiting to get fooled again. <laughs> won't get fooled again um the, so no like uh, like i guess that that's the thing is is on our chris on our christmas in july episodes on multiple occasions like at least like what three four uh we've got yeah i think more than four even like we we've gotten shorts mm -hmm. that were not cartoons at all in fact for the christmas in july episodes I think we've seen more live action shorts than cartoons. Yeah. Um, and Most so, likely. and so I think we assumed <laughs> that 
like when we saw the live action segment, at least me and HT assumed that it was just going to be a live action short. Um, but no, that turned out quickly not to be the case. Even if it was a live action short, like it starts with a little kid uh, going to his sister's dollhouse and unleashing uh, a ton of mice into it. <laughs> can, which I, is like, can I just say he looks <laughs> creepy and weird as he comes out? Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks, looks like an imp. It looks like, like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, it's almost like, okay. Like what it looked like at first. And I was seriously thinking this was going on. So, okay. The first shot is the little girl and she's like doing some embroidery on like a something here. Yeah. Uh, and then like, it looks like it pans up above her head and like in like a port window, a tiny little man just kind of sticks his head out <laughs> from like out there behind a curtain. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, that's right. Cause it's a, it is a, it is the reflection in a mirror. So like, it, yeah. Yeah. So I, he, so he I was creeps really out. really confused. <laughs> but he unleashes a whole bunch of adorable mice into the dollhouse and they it's just the sort of Casey. Like, Casey, yes. you do not need to qualify mice as being adorable because they are already adorable and they know it i don't even know what the egyptians were so like pissed off about the noah just gave them a bunch not no not noah moses gave them a bunch of mice so yeah uh and uh well okay so the premise is just that okay like where did he get so many mice <laughs> he was I he mean, was he was nary eight years old. Where did he find so many mice? Did he like and it's steal like, them? There's from a whole, the pet there, store? There's a scene know. where he is pushing tons of mice through the window, and it, that scene oh, goes no. on for a good thirty seconds, and just more mice keep coming in, and it's there's, like we, we see one get like nudged number. in. Yeah, there's like there's an astonishing number of mice here, and uh, <laughs> they're flooding and then, the like, dollhouse, and they're they're running in circles like around, uh, like the the legs of the tables and stuff like that. We, and like, we, th- like in the bedroom and all that. We zoom <laughs> out and we just see all the mice running around all the rooms yeah. and stuff. And like the little girl then turns her head and just like, I was expecting a reaction. It was like a stereotypical girl screaming and like, Oh, the mice, you know, little brat, you put all the mice in the dollhouse. Those aren't, those are the mice for dinner. I don't know. No, she but was like, just very excited. No, she was like, oh, mice, finally, after all these years. You're a genius, mouse boy. Like, we can't even <laughs> figure out why he was sneaking. Anyway. Like, like, the way it's presented for, like, a large portion, like, up until, like, the animation starts, it just looks like a, like a commercial from Mattel, like, new from Mattel, house mice. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, and then one of the spinning mice, uh, develops into an animated character in a very seamless transition i would say like it it, uh it just kind of cuts to it and it's that way and it's still spinning in circles but now it can talk (laughs) yeah Um, and like basically i can't tell i can't tell what it's saying because of the audio quality but whatever it is i love it okay so basically (laughs) um from what i could understand from the conversation because like the kids are like staring and they're like Oh, they're so funny. Why do you think they run around circles? And like, uh, that's just an approximation voice. I don't think any character sounded like that in this no, short. No, nope. but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but like the mice just goes, well, you should just mind your own business basically. And basically it's just like, like, like they're like asking him like, why do you run? Because that's what mice do. And then they're like, well, why do you do it? And it's like, well, that's just what I do. And stuff like that. And like the mouse is doing like all these really kick-ass breakdancing moves and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shit. 
sweet flips. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like <laughs> cool. That's yeah, cool. This, he's doing it for the vine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and this in this cartoon, the mice are all about that philosophy of nature. They they really like drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like basically it eventually turns the mouse into like getting so annoyed by the kid basically not minding their own business that the mice tells the kids a cautionary tale um about letting things be the way that they are. About a, about a man who wanted to make everything in the world beautiful. Um Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts to it cuts to a short of this this man who looks kind of like a little bit like Doc from uh from uh Snow White. Snow White. Uh, and he's mixing chemicals, but they're also like potions, but they're in like actual like sciency bottles and stuff. So it's like this cool fusion of magic and reality. And mm, uh, I wonder if there's like a whole thing about that or something. Like I don't, I don't know, know uh, alchemy. What, do you think he was an alchemist? Was that the uh, that was I mean, probably I, it, wasn't it? Yeah, like, like I yeah, think that's more okay. or less what it was going for. Sure. So he's an alchemist, and I'm a dumbass. <laughs> and uh, he uh, and he ma- makes uh, he makes a, a lotion that turns lizards into doves and stuff. Um, <laughs> lizards into doves or and or and or squirrels. Yes, um, or squirrels. gets turned into a basically squirrel, yes. anything anything uh, anything that he perceives to be ugly and he's wrong gets turned into <laughs> something he perceives to be beautiful, which he's right. Um, so <laughs> he's half right all the time. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, a broken clock is right half the time. That's the idiom, I think. Uh, and he, uh, <laughs> and he, um, and so he, uh, he uh, tries to do it to the spinning mice, but they turn inexplicably into little tiny demons. <laughs> well, I think not were- inexplicably, because I think the squirrel going up that uh, that pole knocked a bottle down, oh, which altered okay. the formula. Yeah, so like it was like a black potion. Yeah. So of course it turned that evil potion seller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to keep going down that road. Um, so uh, the... But yeah, like, so like the mice turn into like torchy mascots and then just break free and start causing like havoc. And just like, I don't know, they just, it's just general mayhem nonsense kind of stuff. Like it's like, it's, it's the, it's the scene in Harry Potter two with the Cornish pixies. And that's basically what it is. Right. But there uh, is, there they is turn something. The, uh, go ahead, Casey. No, there is there is something remarkable about this about this section, and, and really the whole cartoon segment is uh, is like this. Uh, everything in this short has perfect color contrast. Like it's a uh, like everyone knows like the the orange and blue sort mm-hmm. of lighting that became really popular uh, mm-hmm. in like around the time Drive came out. Right. Uh, like this uh, this cartoon uses uh it uses orange and blue like really uh like in 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 uh it just really uses those colors and that contrast to its advantage from beginning to end and it looks great uh so you know that's that's something about this uh but but yeah like uh it's but yeah like the the the, the they cause they run amok and then like they like a few of the demons just make one of those transformation potions and like in a giant bucket 
like like a like a like a wash bin and like put it underneath the where the uh the the wizardy dot guy the alchemist guy is like dangling from like a post and uh like the the couple demons bite their fingers and then like well they go goes in the pot and then he just turns into a like a rabbit man and like i'm just like this is somebody's kink it's not mine but it's definitely somebody's (laughs) kink um I mean, I'm sure it may be my kink. I'm not 100% it's sure. Many, like, it's many people's kink. <laughs> no, oh, I know many, it's many, 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 many people's kink. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to avoid implications for myself here. Sure, <laughs> sure. okay. I mean, I, I, I won't deny that he is a really good-looking bunny man. He is, he is more, more handsome as a bunny than he is as a people. Honestly, yes, is, I would be relieved. Not turned on. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, but no. <laughs> I actually, you know, that's actually a good point. I don't think TF is hot, or transformation is hot, but I do think it'd be a major relief yeah. to finally just be like, oh god, I'm finally not. I'm over this part of my life. I'm now the raccoon man forever. That's who I am. Which you <laughs> already it. were. We are. Well, I already we am, are, but we I are mean, like IRL cartoon characters. <laughs> I mean, the the the, uh, the cloaking device wears off. Basically. But like, imagine, imagine if we transformed from cartoon character animals to cartoon character animals who only had the responsibilities of animals. <laughs> there you go. Huh. That is what I want. Wow. <laughs> uh, so we so, turned into Goofy to Pluto. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Anyway, uh, so I read that creepy pasta. Gorsh. Oh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> my life is a living nightmare. <laughs> uh, what happens then? So the um, well, okay. The then doves. the doves are like, "Ooh, we got to help!" And then they make their own potion that cures the thing, and then they do that. And then the mice the are mice. cured. The man is cured. And he's like, you know what? No. And then he just starts ripping up his notes and throws it in a fire and sings a song about the hubris of man. Yes. He, he, <laughs> this experience was so traumatic that he abandoned science. <laughs> he decided that, uh, he decided that man is best left in darkness. Uh, and that he shouldn't, <laughs> play God and meddle in the affairs of innocent creatures. Uh, Only holistic medicine now. Yep. And Um, then it cuts back to the live action segment and it just kind of footnotes it. So yeah, the mouse does one more cool break dance and move and then the end. Uh, But like, uh, I mean, it's a cute short. I really, I dug it despite how flabby it was around the edges. It's really cute. And I love the mice animations. I like uh, a lot of the character designs. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do want to point one thing just to bum everyone out here. Um, so I did search why mice spin, like why, why, why what, like why mice would spin. Uh, turns out it's probably because they have either ear infection or some other disease that's basically causing them uh, tr- like basically irritating so much that they're just constantly running in circles to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah, so it's not like a mystery as much as maybe you should take your like if all your mice are spinning, maybe take them to the vet. I know you have like fifty, 
like 25 mice, but like you, you got to take care of them, man. They they all probably have the same infection from One something. One thing, what you certainly should not do is mind your own business. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. None I, of the messages in this cartoon are right. Damn. No. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's uh, a miss on all fronts. Uh, so there you go. That was the spinning mice. That is the spinning mice. So now that we got the spinning mice out of the way, let's spin our way over to the next cartoon that we're going to find on... The List. That was one hell of a segue, man. <laughs> I am proud of it. <laughs> Alex... Drumroll, please. What we just had. Hey, guess what we're watching this time to finish up watching our thing? The Three Stooges. No, Popeye. we're watching a Popeye cartoon. <laughs> oh, God. We used to like uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that every time now. <laughs> and we're going to watch one called I Never Changes My Altitude. 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 I, I Never Changes My Out. Okay, I get it. Let's just get it over with. Let's watch it. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh my fucking god, we finally got a good Popeye like, cartoon. <laughs> oh my god. It's kind finally. of like it's kind of like drowning and then coming up for air. <laughs> um, finally. It's uh, like we are, we are all very, very pleased with that cartoon. Maybe it was the fact that it was a Dave Fleischer production. Uh, there was yeah. both, it was a Fleischer Brothers production. It was Mac, Max and Dave. Uh this the, is before the rot set in. Yeah, so like I, I guess that is the thing that I'm now noticing is that the older the Popeye cartoons are, the less they suck. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so like, uh, well, uh, like oh, here's the uh, thing. Uh, one complaint: he didn't uh, yeah. do any sailing. Well, I mean, he doesn't. We've never sail. seen we've never seen Popeye the Sailor Man go sailing before. I mean, it it ex it happens. That's the same <laughs> job. I mean, in the original comic that Popeye is from, he was a sailor. That was, like, his literal first day. He was just the sailor that they hired who had, like, a funny voice. And then he became, like, way popular than the characters in that comic. I, don't, I can't even tell you the but name like, of the character. Imagine if, you, imagine if you met a guy, like, flying an airplane and he turned around and was like, I'm a sailor. <laughs> like, that was... <laughs> anyway. I guess it's a fair point. <laughs> so, this is a great cartoon. Uh, yes. It, Very good. Uh, uh, Okay, so I want to make a quick contrast about, like, the difference between why this is great and the other one sucked. Um, I mean, other than the fact that this has good jokes and good punchlines and, and great uses and great no pacing racism. and understands the actual things and fantastic animation, um, like, the thing that makes this work is that the whole olive oil Popeye Bluto thing isn't like this love 
I mean, it's kind of a love triangle, but it's kind of muted in this. Well, yeah, Bluto Bluto didn't seem like he was in love with Olive Oil at all in this yeah, one. Like, he it seemed, was literally he just seemed... Olive Oil fell smitten with a pilot and like left her, uh, left her like diner behind uh, and like making Popeye sa- sob right right in front. By the way, before that scene happened, the the whole uh, outer scene at like the uh, the aviator uh, the aviation place, like the airport. Wow. Um, the <laughs> at the airport with like all the planes that are like, uh, like, like multi-planed and like, there's some like actual models and stuff like that. Like freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it's gorgeous. But, but yeah, the whole point is that olive oil kind of falls for an aviator, like off screen basically. And Popeye's like sobbing and is like, oh no, she ran away in her life and all that kind of stuff, and I'll never see her again. And then like freaking they go to the plane where Olive Oil and Bluto are at. And Bluto, like, he has he has no interest in Olive Oil to do anything except paint his plane while, while he is flying, flying it. <laughs> which is great. It's like, that is great. It's not uncomfortable or weird like I've seen like in the previous cards. It's just like weird cartoon like shenanigan kind of like like a cartoon bad guy kind of thing and it's a it's a it's not it's not grounded in reality it's just some dumb thing where it's just like i don't know he's a jerk and flying over the top sort of way and that's nice yeah it's like it's it's almost charming you know except for the part that he's still trying to kill her just because she won't cover but that's fine because he's the bad guy and it's not creepy and it's not making my skin crawl or anything like that. It's just goofy. It's great. I like it. Yeah. So, so anyway, that, that is what's happening is olive oil is painting, uh, painting the airplane while Bluto is flying it. And like, she's like moving her paintbrush and because of like the wind, it's like blowing the paint back in her face. (laughs) Um, and, uh, the, if you heard me accidentally bump my microphone, it's because, for some reason, even though I am alone in my apartment speaking into an audio microphone, I was like gesturing so the listeners would understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I get that. I do that a lot. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so uh, the so uh, and she begins screaming because she's about to fall off the plane, and Popeye hears her, and. Uh, this was my favorite gag in the cartoon was where like Popeye grabs the plane by the by the propeller <laughs> and spins <laughs> the plane to get it going. <laughs> like yeah, because like in old old fashioned planes, you would like have to like crank the propeller, like you know, I was like to get it started up. But Popeye, instead of doing that, he just plicks up the propeller and bashes he, yeah, the rest he, of the plane crank, and it gets spin. He cranks the plane on, so like it's yeah. like a, <laughs> so it was great. really it was really funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Like there, there were so many good visual gags in this. Uh, they uh, and he he flies off, and I'm trying to remember the sequence of things. Um, well, I mean, he takes off, and then like, there's the part where like, uh, well, basically, first off, he first catches up to Olive Oil, where Olive Oil like Bluto finally managed to get Olive Oil to fall off the plane, and uh, so his solution is he drives. The plane real fast to olive oil and then hands her an umbrella. <laughs> oh, can I can I tell you a really quick anecdote about that? Sure. sure. Um, when I was uh when I was like t- oof, probably ten or eleven years old or so, um, mm-hmm. me and my brother invited uh our uh, our terrible friend over to our house and we decided to <laughs> to jump on the trampoline with a sprinkler under it. 
Uh, okay. and, uh, and I slipped and broke my arm. Damn. Oh. And uh, it, this was on my mother's birthday, I should mention. I slipped and, yeah, I slipped and broke my arm. And then I went inside while they were like looking at my arm. And my friend took my younger brother while they were looking at my arm to the front yard. <laughs> And he told my brother that if he held the umbrella and jumped off of our rock wall, that he would like float <laughs> safely down. <laughs> and no. he broke his leg. <laughs> Holy <laughs> so, shit! Happy so, birthday, yeah. dear mother! And they had to take us both to the hospital at the same time. And you know how that looks, like really bad. <laughs> like they, they, they had to send like child protective services to our house oh, and everything. Happy, oh no! Happy birthday, mom. Oh. That was like really, that was really unfortunate. But I, I think never it, saw I that friend right. ever again. <laughs> Actually, he's really, he's doing very well now. So good for him. But like, okay. <laughs> and so is my brother. Uh, his uh, leg is no longer broken. No, he died. Yeah, he died. He died. <laughs> he died of exposure. <laughs> the, you know, the, the moral of this story is don't, uh, olive oil would have broken her leg. She wouldn't have gone safely down. I think she would have uh, just I, died. <laughs> <Yep. yeah. laughs> well, like she, well, no, no, she wouldn't have because she floated down with her dress and then got caught on a weather weather vane. So mm. you know, no, no broken bones. It, it it's perfect, makes perfect sense. So, uh, but yeah, like now, now we get to the part where like Popeye and Blue are like back and forth fighting, and it's uh, this part of the thing where Popeye gets his ass kicked a lot. And there's this one moment that I really love. Well, I mean. For one, this has the uh, the thing that I really like about Popeye cartoons, even though it's completely like, like it's 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 corny, and you could tell that it's cheaply done. But like, like it's just they have Popeye's voice actor, Bluto's voice actor, just like dubbing over the friggin' like action on it, and it just sounds like the worst weird like plane based improv, like throughout <laughs> most of it, and it's great, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um, oh, what I, what I like about that scene is the fact that they go up, they're like, oh, I don't like your altitude, <laughs> and they yeah. start fist fighting for like a second, and then the planes start dipping, and they're both like, oh, and they go back to the uh, yeah, like they they get up, get out of the po- cockpits, and go through the wings and start beating up, and then like when the planes start dipping, they just go, oh god, and then they run back to stable the plane. It's it's a great <laughs> little gag. Um, I mean, there's already like a gag where like uh, Popeye's like, like he got like like his plane got kicked over, and he almost fell out, and he ended like taking out like the siding of like the. The, the wing, the, like the thing outside cover of the wing and just like had to climb it up like a ladder. It's like, it's a lot of Buster Keaton kind of stuff and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, and then like, then the plane, like Bluto just like fucks up the plane like completely. And then like Popeye is like falling, falling, falling. And then there's a duck and then Popeye <laughs> grabs the duck and the duck passes out because a man just grabs him in the air and he oh, can't is, lift him. Yeah. It's so good, though. <laughs> so Popeye, <laughs> and we were all enthusiastic when this happened. He pulls out the can of spinach and he feeds it to the duck. And the duck's like, Rawr! and it's just like all suddenly uh, like huge and muscled and stuff. And yeah, it turns into great. a propeller and it begins spinning the, the in circles. duck propeller. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> and he, and, uh, and so he he flies up to Bluto's plane with the duck, and uh, I don't remember how he forces Bluto off of it. Well, basically, there's like a lot of like uh, 
Like basically what happens is he gets up there, he throws Bluto out of the plane, he just kind of lifts and punches him, and then kind of just bounces him around on the wings, and then like he like tosses him in the air and then like slaps his butt over and over again as like he constantly does, oh. like Popeye does a bunch of barrel rolls. And then like And then it, the, as a small gesture of mercy, he hands Bluto uh, a hand cranked helicopter. <laughs> Well, what he does, what what it is, is that he has an egg beater for some reason. Okay, and he takes off the par- egg beater part of it, and then takes off the propeller off of his own plane, and then sticks it onto the egg beater and hands it to the Bluto as he's falling. And it's actually it's actually really <laughs> hilarious watching him like crank it and like hover for a get couple ex- seconds and then get exhausted and have to like catch his breath while he falls and then crank it again, like <laughs> <It's> great <laughs> over and over great. again until he lands eventually. Onto like a, uh, into like a. It's like a, a windmill, of some kind. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's like dipping him up and down into the water. He gets he gets waterboarded over and over again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, uh, and so Popeye. Uh, where where is olive oil again in all of this? In uh, the uh, weather situation, vein. where a weather vane. Oh, a weather vane. Okay, so uh, so Popeye gets olive oil and uh, he crashes into the back of the building that they start at, and the and the planes. Oh, I love this! It's it's so cute. The plane's wings become like the table of like a of like a like a sit down restaurant. <laughs> it's great. Like a, I would eat there. Yeah, I would eat there. And it it like it's just like really sing songy and adorable. Uh, it's very. It's very. It's it's real. It's good. It's a real good cartoon. Yep. Uh, so that's that's very. It's a relief. No, no. This actually had a lot more things I remember from Popeye as a kid. Uh, probably because I watch a lot of the older stuff and not a lot of the newer stuff. That explains uh, your. That explains your good memories. Yeah, because like uh, I think most like, people have good memories of Popeye, and I think it's because most people are familiar with Popeye from his golden age. Yeah. Uh, and we we have become so embittered. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we kept on getting the freaking clip show '70s cartoon of Popeye, and it's just like the worst thing. And like, but, but yeah, like maybe it's maybe it's like what the fact that if you saw the Three Stooges cartoons as a kid, and that's all you were like, like shown of them, you would not hold them in such high regards now. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah. It, this is a this is a this is a good cartoon, and I am happy happy, ecstatic, even, that this is our final cartoon tonight because this is a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agree. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, now that we're done with watching cartoons, let's move on to the prompt. So every week uh, we have a segment where we read off uh, emails and we read off prompts, uh, answers to prompts that we give off on our Twitter. Now, before we talk about the most recent prompt, uh, we are going to talk about some stuff from our backlog. Um, so I'm going to do something a little bit different here just because I felt a little bad about this coming up in the last moment. Um, so there was a tweet that was tweeted like pretty much the moment after we were done recording <laughs> for the last episode. <laughs> and uh, it was a response to our previous prompt, which was... Uh, what is your favorite animated series about superheroes? Uh, and the answer was from Closet Extrovert, who said, "Would Cyber Six count? Uh, one of those cartoon, one of those cartoons I was likely to remember, uh, remember likely to remember young to watch, 
but I remember it was being dark, exciting, and definitely formative. It also introduced me to the concept of gender fluidity before I even knew what LGBTQ uh, was an acronym for. Um, I have never heard of Cyber Six. Have you heard of Cyber Six? I have. I haven't. Oh, okay. It was, okay. uh, there's not a lot out there. Uh, well, what am I talking about? There's a lot out there. There's not a lot I know too much about it, but the thing was, it was about sort of like a secret agent type character that would also disguise themselves as like a male mechanic. Hmm. Oh, okay. Actually, I'm looking at, I did just a Google image search of it, and I'm looking at like some of the stills from this cartoon, and it looks delightful. I love this uh, art design. Yeah, oh my God. real so, good art design. So, wow, color me interested. I do kind of want to find out what the whole deal is with this. Yeah, wow. Uh, I am totally into this. This looks rad. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, Agreed. Okay. Thank so, you so much. Uh, now, typically when we are dealing with uh, previous prompts, uh, I read them from the emails uh, because emails are easier for me to track. Um, so let's go ahead... Let's go on to, oh, here's our first, uh, it's a dual email here for two prompts. Oh, shit, uh, uh, And it's from our pal, Mycroft. Hi, Mycroft. Hello. Um, Mycroft says, hi, doofuses. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on these, but I keep forgetting when I have proper time to, to consider. So here's just a couple quick fires. Uh, I missed the exact question, but something about enjoying a fan work? Um, it, the question was basically, what's your favorite fan work based off a cartoon? Um, I'm with you that I don't quite uh, like admitting being swept up by My Little Pony fandom, but it was unmistakably produced some great stuff. Uh, one of my favorites was Friendship is Witchcraft, specifically the one using the episode where Sweetie Belle gets in a fight with Rarity and tries to become Applejack's sister. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god, I completely forgot about Friendship is Witch... Uh, friends oh my god, that was actually... That, for those who don't know, uh, that Friendship is Witchcraft was like this dub show. Like, it basically, they took episodes of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and dubbed over them <gasps> with, like, alternate plots. You oh know? Oh, gosh, I remember this one. This is the one that uh, Buy Some Apples came from. Yeah, Buy Some Apples. Um, yeah, that's 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 where this one came from. And I remember freaking loving those that's back when I was really into My Little Pony. Uh-huh. I... I haven't watched it in a long time, so I can't attest that they're still good, but I do remember liking them when I was uh, into My Little Pony, which, uh, yeah. I, I remember enough part. about them to say that I enjoyed them a lot and that they probably still do hold up, in fact. Hopefully. I'm probably the only person who works on our show that is completely 100% uninitiated to My Little Pony in every regard. Good. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> um, so, um, can you want on Minecraft's uh, little post here? Minecraft again. Yeah, Minecraft. Uh, Notch from Minecraft. No, I, I'm sorry. I really shouldn't have no, you that. That was the lowest blow I've ever given to anyone on Should this show. I am that? so sorry. Especially our most frequent listener. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as, for the next, uh, as for the next prompt about favorite superhero cartoons... Um, I'm sure there's a ton of 90s X-Men, so why not more? But I'd like to propose... Oh, this is actually a really good answer, and I'm surprised you didn't make this answer yours, Casey. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. They're not technically... 
technically superpowered, uh, except for the time Dale got uh, Mr. Fantastic Stretchy-like powers. Uh, but caring for and being willing to help the disenfranchised is worth a lot more than being able to f- fly or having lightning breath. You know what? Take no, care. I, I, I agree. I just don't think that I, I... I think I just didn't think of it as a superhero cartoon. You know what? I think it's I'll a great answer, it. though. Chip and I'll Dale Rescue it. Rangers. Sure. No, I'll count it, too. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers uh, is a very, very good show. It's probably my favorite of the Disney lineup, in spite of how much I talk about ducks. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> you know what? Fat Cat counts uh, as a street-level supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see them as sort um, of like a a tag team superhero. Well, no, not tag team because that implies two people. I don't know. What do you? What would you say? Like they're like look a, if not to be that guy, but if Hawkeye and Black Widow can be superheroes, then why not these adorable boys? I guess it's just because they don't have crimes. alter egos that I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, but Black Widow doesn't really either. As her, as her, as or Black, Hawkeye as at this Black, point. Are Black Widow and Hawkeye their Christian names? <laughs> Yes, yes, they were born and named Black Eye and Black Eye. Holy <laughs> shit. Yes. Black Eye and Hawk Widow. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's my favorite yeah. ship right there. Um uh, <laughs> That was stupid. I'm sorry. Hey Mycroft, uh, thank you for these responses, buddy. Thank you very we much. always appreciate getting your answers and stuff. Of course. Uh so uh we got another one from Stubadub. Uh Oh, wait, hold on. Is it Stub It Up? Let me double check that. I'm so sorry if I get your names wrong. Uh, uh, nope, it's not Stub It Up. Uh, it's someone else. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, so there's no alternate name, so I'm fine. I just want to make sure I'm not doxing anyone by saying Gabriel sent this in. Okay. Okay. Gabe sent this in and said, uh, this is actually not about a prompt. This is actually a suggestion for a cartoon for the list. Uh, um, so, hey guys, if I can remember, recommend any animated short, I recommend uh, Sangre de Unicornos or Unicorn's Blood. Um, it's fairly accessible. I probably butchered that. Holy shit. Um, send it, send it but, to uh, me. Send it to me. Let me read it out. Okay. Uh, I'll send it to you, but let me finish the email. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, it's fairly accessible on YouTube with subtitles, and it's beautifully hand-drawn animated. It's made by uh, the guy who made Bird Boy. Bird Boy. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm making bad jokes left and right you know here. What, you know what I vote? <laughs> you know what I vote? You know what I vote? I vote that we start what? collecting these, and in case we come across one that we're just not feeling on a particular night, we pop a user request in. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fair. That sounds entirely okay, fair. Let me try and read this out. Sangre de Unicornios. So I said it okay. Yeah, then. You're pretty close. You're good. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I I'm I can't say I can be the judge of that, so I'm, yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking at the Google image results for this and I'm loving it. So let's definitely keep that huh. in mind. All right. So thank you very much. Uh, and uh, Gabe also sent an email about favorite fan works. So uh, they said, um, I had a very difficult time trying to think of one until I found the collaborative reanimated Dover Boys animated short. Uh, it's one of the few Looney Tunes in the public domain, and hearing the villain is amazing. Uh, God, didn't didn't we cover Dover, Dover Boys by now? We, I think we have. Oh, oh, I know what he's talking about. 
I know what he's uh, this, talking about. The, there, but they, this was like a this was really recent, actually. Yes, this it may was. have been. This may have been yes. after that prompt was uh, even used, right? Like uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. It was around that time, I think, though. Like yeah, it was it was that uh, that Dover Boys uh, short compilation that I I I thought it was delightful. Yeah, um, it was yeah. lovely. I loved it. There are some really great animated moments, especially with Dick Backslide. He is he is the uh, Dan Backslide. Yeah. Dan Backslide. That's right. Dick is Tom Dick yeah, Larry. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Dan Backslide. Some of the Dan Backslide has some of the best <laughs> animation in that, <laughs> hands down. Oh God! Uh, but yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great, great, great fan work. It's got a whole bunch of really talented artists. I don't know any of them by name, and I did not recognize Dipsy a single Pop name. But uh, they were the person that did the uh, the one Keisha animated video. Oh my God! Wow, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really talented folks. Uh, so definitely check that one out. If you search Dover Boys uh, Reanimated, you'll find it like right away on YouTube. So um, yeah, so thank you very much again, Gabe. Um, and let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, so since we're done with uh, past prompts, uh, there was a, one other email from Minecraft about spoilers. And uh, I do want to apologize for how we might have been with spoilers in the past. Uh, I know that we, we are actually going to be a little bit more considerate about how we are going to handle this. So, uh, yeah, I do apologize. Uh, and in the future, yeah, we'll be a lot better about that. I am really sorry. Um, but anyways, uh, so uh, we had a prompt from last time. Uh, and that prompt was, uh, let me actually get the exact wording because I always mess up the wording uh what sort of thing that only exists in a cartoon that you would like to have this is a nice broad kind of question but i think it's also a really fun one uh and there's a lot of really good stuff here there's probably gonna be repeats in fact i know there's going there are repeats here um so that's fair uh but i'm gonna totally allow it just because you know there's some things that are genuinely like really good. <laughs> um, but okay. So Mycroft, once again, this is like, I think the third email of this episode. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mycroft, uh, says, um, uh, and my, my snap answer to the prompt, what thing would you want to from any cartoon would be the trans go Joe bot from one episodes of, uh, from one episode of Muppet Babies. Uh, it was a really cool toy that Scooter had, but he on he was only responsible enough to play with it without breaking it. The other characters did a whole make-believe thing with other to old toys that he had, while Scooter played with them by itself, ruining the other's fun, tried to crash it. This was something about not letting riffs get in between you and your friends, or not le or learning to share or something. Uh, but I just wanted to play with a cool-looking toy. Screw friends. Uh, that's a thing that cared to me for over 30 years. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> well, thank you for all of your submissions, Mycroft, and thank you very much for uh, your engagement with us on and off the podcast. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, like it's... Uh, God, Muppet Babies. Uh, that... <laughs> Was that show any good? I enjoyed it. 
Uh, well, I did too, I mean, but I was also a baby. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like... Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I just like, I think baby versions of characters I like, and I think, like, I think about like all the terrible things that that leads to, you know? Yeah, the like, I don't baby, know. Baby Looney Tunes was like the bane of my existence because they played it <laughs> so, so, so fucking much on Cartoon Network for a while. And like, like it's like the song is getting stuck in my head now, even. <laughs> like I I God watched same. I watched so many episodes of that by necessity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Same. 100 percent Kicked off a gun to I, your head and told you watch all this stuff. Or you, well, it was, it was you'll learn of, a lesson about life like, this way. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, you like cartoons, do you? Well, you can watch this one all you would like. And you know, it's just like And you're a kid, so you're like, like, oh okay, fine. fine. <laughs> Anything as long as it's a cartoon. Just give it to me. God, <laughs> iCarly's on the other channel. I do not want to fucking watch that shit. I'm just going to watch Baby yeah. Looney Tunes. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I don't even know if iCarly and Baby Looney Tunes are on the same type frame. Um, maybe. I don't know. It's, but like, <laughs> the stars aligned one night. And there were, there were worse Nicholas. It's either this or a rerun of Arthur, which honestly, I probably should have just gone with a rerun of Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, but yeah, thank you very much, Mycroft. Uh, I I think we kind of were just kind of backheading bashing a show that we didn't watch, well, <laughs> or no, I haven't no, watched it a just, long just time. The concept of it, because like like we, I don't. Me and Zerk both said we liked it, but I also yeah. admitted I was a baby, so it's hard for me. To, I can't. I don't. It's hard for me to analyze that with an adult mind, considering I haven't seen it as an adult. Let's so, let's yeah. let's all be fair though. No matter what our opinions, that theme song was real good. Didn't the, wasn't there like a new Muppet Baby show and like there was. they had it yeah and there was like a whole episode where like Gonzo had a friend that was a rock and they kept on like like it was all about like how people had to respect the rock's pronouns or something Wait, what like I I think that was a thing I I I'm, I might be just going insane but I just remember there was something about pronouns and like with that cartoon and it was actually done kind of well from what I understand. Or at least it wasn't done totally offensively. I, so. I don't yeah, know. That, I don't know. I know there was some controversy. <laughs> I, like they added a character and people were upset because the character was a girl or something like that. Like some some dumb like nonsense thing. That oh, yeah. Like a, like, like a comic book writer got mad that a really, really uh, comics gay one. Yeah, so just just like, oh, yeah. just like, you know, like the bi-weekly dumb cartoon discourse. <laughs> So <laughs> the discourse that we are going to let you pretend doesn't exist, <laughs> at least not well, not pretend doesn't exist, but at least let you not have to think about it for yeah. a bit. <laughs> so. um, So anyways, thank you, Mycroft. Again, I said that like twice already. Um, We also got a bunch of tweets, bunch of yeah, tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, let me go ahead. Let me pull those up. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Uh, now, if you want to 100% make sure that you see yourself uh, in the, uh, like, get your answer in for this prompt, 
you got to make sure that you got to put a hashtag Toontown prompt in that tweet. Uh, I will try to find things that don't have that on there, but I can't guarantee it because guess what? Twitter is the worst website on the internet. <laughs> um, like that, that's not even hyperbole at this point. <laughs> um, Thank you, Birdsight. Birdsight could go eat, can eat my tiny birdie dick. I don't know. I was trying to think of a clever way to put that, but that really HC the bird. No, it was really self-incriminating, in fact. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of was. <laughs> Anyways. Um so <laughs> the next the, the first response we got from Twitter was from Earthdigger, um, who I know has been really frustrated with us, and I'm really sorry <laughs> about like the prompts and when they're being released and all that stuff. But I gave you some time this time, hopefully. Well, I mean, you responded right away, so there you go. Um, but Eartheager says, Felix's bag of tricks, hands down. Um, so I think this kind of, like, goes in a big trend of things that people were, like, saying over and over again. Um, and that's just basically, they want to have a thing that lets you do a bunch of different yeah, things. Yeah, what they what they want <laughs> is hammer space as a concept. And they Yeah, like that that's literally the answer of multiple people. Like uh let's see. Uh so Dr. B said the ability of hammer space just thought, have anything at your disposal and reach and pocket seems fun. And then there was one from uh the Wonder Gomer who said one word hammer space. Uh and then we got one from uh Selfie's Thongle who said uh hammer space. But then also said sword girlfriend, which I don't know what that is. Look, sometimes um, sometimes you want a waifu that's a sword. There's nothing wrong with that. A sword a sword <laughs> girlfriend, isn't that just a regular lesbian? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I don't get it either. I don't understand, Casey. Lesbians lesbians and swords have a relationship with each other. This is true. I I have heard that this. is okay. That's like, you know, it, th there is definitely unless they mean like a um, like sword that bigger... is also a girlfriend. I mean, I sword. think that's more what they're going for. I think Sorrow? maybe. I I can't. Uh, so, uh, selfie thongle or uh, mina donuts. Uh, you both their names are pretty great. Um, if you can clarify, if you mean a girlfriend who is a sword or a girlfriend who has a sword if you can confirm either one of those um that'd be actually really helpful for us um sword girlfriend but, sword mm. girlfriend but anyways anyways though uh but yeah like pretty much every response we got on twitter was hammer spikes. i have to i um, think i can explain this i think because i mean just just think of the concept of hammer space you have whatever you need at the right moment well, whatever is comedically important at that moment. This is true. This is very true. It's like I think that's I think that's an important distinction here because like if you, like I think that's the main difference between like like it's kind of like Roger Rabbit. So Roger Rabbit, like okay, so there's a whole there's the scene in Roger Rabbit where like uh, Eddie and uh, Roger are like they're handcuffed together and they're trying to like get free because they're like one of those hang handcuffed on like towards like I think they're also like handcuffed against like a like a radiator or something like that oh no no that's not right that's not they're just trying to sew it off together because they've been stuck with each other for most of the movie and then uh Eddie's trying to like you know saw through the thing and then like uh 
And then like Roger Rabbit sees something across the room uh, that Eddie would need to help out to help out with it. And uh, he gets out of the handcuffs, goes across the room, grabs the thing, <laughs> puts himself back in the handcuffs and hands to Eddie the thing. And Eddie then goes, why didn't you get out of those handcuffs sooner? Like, if you could do that the entire, why didn't you do it? And Roger Ibert goes, well, it wasn't funny yet. It wasn't community. <laughs> like, it wasn't funny yet to do that. And I think that's what's important about Hammer Space is that you can have literally anything in the world, but unless it's comedically relevant to the thing that's happening right now, I don't think you should be allowed to take it out of your Hammer Space. Yeah, in fact, if Hammer Space existed in a movie that wasn't a cartoon and wasn't funny, people would probably be really mad about it. Right? <laughs> uh, like, imagine yeah. imagine if there fair. was Hammer Space in one Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that would be the only thing anyone ever talked about forever, and it would suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know. It's it's I don't I I completely understand that. I think that's actually a really good answer, and I'm not trying to degrade it at all. I'm just saying that I think a proper hammer space would only be able to work if it was community real. Now, I know Felix's bag of tricks is kind of the same because it kind of is just him like pulling random things out of his bag like i don't know like the one thing i want to i'm actually a little confused about because like uh the bag of tricks i know that was in the movie was that in any of the cartoons okay uh felix's bag of tricks was uh oh i'm wondering when i'm wondering when that was when that became prevalent uh but I guess it okay. I guess the 1950s is when uh, is when okay. the bag of tricks entered Felix Cannon. He had to uh, he had to trade okay. in his uh, transportation by wire to get that. Yeah. <laughs> so none of uh, so none <laughs> of the Felix cartoons uh, we would have watched on uh, on our program would have featured the bag of tricks. They're mostly like the. The colored ones that came along, like uh, like later inside of the characters' establishment. Uh, yeah, gotcha, deal, deal. gotcha. But yeah, like the, the the bag of tricks is basically the same kind of concept, except it's a physical object, which I think is a little bit more interesting. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I I I I don't know. Uh, I think my my whole my, my whole my whole point is just not trying to diss any of this. I think it's all yeah, a great no. idea. I just wanted to point out what I was thinking about, like how I typically. Yeah. I mean, everyone wants hammer space because it's free stuff whenever you want it. <laughs> and, like, and I feel, and yeah, let's and, be honest. I mean, that is yeah. the answer that makes your life more like a cartoon. It's true. That, that, that also fair. could yes. do the stuff like, Oh, life-saving medicine. Oh, Hey, free money for no reason. Like, you know, like it could be whatever. <laughs> Well, no, because you want to make dinosaurs. Yeah, like, unless, <laughs> <laughs> unless it's What's a type of hammer space where you have to like put things in manually and you have like your own little pocket of hammer space like behind your back or something. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of ways mm. this could go. All right. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Every single person that I named previously. Um, I have an answer that's sort of along this line, but they give sort of a... Uh, Explanation that I think differentiates it. Shoot. Okay, so 
I got this while we were recording, actually. This was from Discord. This was from a friend of mine that is on the other podcast that I do, an RPG podcast called Rolls of the Tongue. And his name is Chowder. And he says, and I quote, let me just take a breath here. Hey, Cirque, my answer is bottomless bags. You can put this in your podcast. Say I sent you a discard with the subject. I got too much to carry. Well, there, <laughs> there you go. go. Um, that is a very good response. Yes, that is actually a very, very good response. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, who have sent who has sent in toy responses. Do we have any more on that front? Uh, that is it. So go ahead. Okay. If you have a response, Cirque, go I ahead. Am, I am going to hold off because I'm waiting to see if somebody says mine. Okay, well, KC, why don't you go then? Um, The Chalk from Chalk Zone. That is a good choice. That is hmm. a real good choice, especially since you're an artist. Yeah, like, I don't even know if I really like Chalk Zone that much as a cartoon, but I do remember watching it and thinking, like, wow, it would be oh, so no, cool. It would Chalk be so Zone, cool to I, be able to, like, draw a circle and go into, like, a... and, like, hop into, like, a magical world, you know, where, where yeah. everything I draw comes to life. Like, that sounded like a... like, that was just, like, a really cool idea. <laughs> so, that's mine. Hell yeah. That's hell, a real good response, yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, gosh, this is tough because it's like, I'm trying to think of like a specific thing. Like there, 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 to me, there's like two different ways to go about this. One is that you just want to have something that's like a perfect, like recreation of an object that's from a show. So you could have it physically with you, you know, and actually do stuff with it. Or just something that's, like, really cool and useful, you know? Um, that's what makes this tough, because, like, I kind... Okay. I think I want to say that my answers are... <sighs> okay, I'm just going to bite a bullet here. I want the journals from Gravity Falls. I don't mean just Journal 3. I'm saying, because like Journal 3, they made it, they made it as an actual physical object. And they also did a special version, which also had like the black lighting, which unfortunately I didn't get. I wanted it, but I didn't get it. Um, but I want all three of them all worn in like the same kind of like, like actually worn out, like the legitimate, like physical things of it. Because I am fascinated by that world. And I want to see the first two journals. I, I I don't know if I'm ever going to get a chance to see those. And I don't even know if like, Alex even planned to show anyone what's in those. And if he even really unnecessarily, I wait, no, I think he does know. I just, I think he just doesn't know the specifics of them. Um, like I think the, f the first book is more or less just a introduction and monster manual. The second one is like about mysterious artifacts. And then like the third one is more just like when like shit started getting real. Um, but like, I, I want them. I think they'd be really cool things to look over. And I think they'd be really neat to have on the shelf. I think they are just neat things. And I, oh gosh, I, I really want. My second answer, um, I really do want Phoenix Van. <laughs> <laughs> 
just because it's, I love this painting, this, the, the design on the side. It's probably like a total gas culture, polluting piece of shit. But just as an object, I think it's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it is, it is the cartoon version of a wizard man. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, so yeah, those are my answers. All right, you okay. were really excited about yours, Cirque, so I'm waiting yes. with bated breath. So, when I first thought about this prompt, I was like, okay, I could say a green or pink lantern ring, but that seems too on-brand for me and cheating since it's also a comic book thing. So, my answer is the magic school bus. I told no, you! that's perfect! I told you you'd be Damn mad it. at me! <laughs> Damn it! Damn it, that's that is perfect. A, that is probably the best answer. <laughs> so, listen, you can job. go anywhere that you're curious about with that thing. You can do <laughs> basically anything with that. You want to go look inside a human body and look at blood cells? You're doing it. You want to go see Pluto? You're doing it. You want to maybe even see space aliens? I don't know. Why not go find them? <sighs> oh, God damn it. Please right. let this be a that normal was the only podcast. Good answer. <laughs> With the no frizz? Way. No, no way! way. <laughs> I hope that edits well. Uh, so, like, I'm pretty sure it even drives itself too. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's the podcast or something. I that's don't know. that's the um, Toon Town Public Lights nights you just listen. No, that's not Toon Town Public Lights nights. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> this isn't my Toontown Public Nights. This isn't my beautiful. This toon. is not my beautiful. One. Yeah, that's. Uh, this is toon. This is not my beautiful podcast. <laughs> this has been Toontown oh, Public but... Works. So, uh, yeah. HT KC, what is next? Uh, next episode's prompt. I have an idea for one. Yeah. Go ahead, KC. Um, what is a food from a cartoon that you always wanted to taste. <laughs> That's a good oh, man. That's real good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. That's perfect. That's great. That's exactly what this prompt is. What is a food from a cartoon that you always wanted to eat? So there you go. So, uh, and by the way, Miyazaki food is cheating. Just letting you know. Um, <laughs> So, I would I would be tempted to not say that Miyazaki food is cheating because you'd have way too many options to choose from. I I would say if I would say if Fair. someone if someone wrote in and listed like a specific food from a Miyazaki film, yeah, a specific, then I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. uh, discredit them. So there you go. That is exactly yeah. perfect. That's perfect. If you can you cannot do Miyazaki food as a blanket term, <laughs> just a specific dish. Although from if a specific you do, movie. we will read it on the air. So down uh, that okay. line, you can't just say manga meat because that's way too broad. And also sounds mm -hmm. vaguely sexual. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> my mom took all my manga meat oh, away no. from me. <laughs> now all that's left is um, the manga so bones. <laughs> but that also sounds sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds a little more Lord. sexual if you can perfectly honest. Anyways, uh, so thank you for listening to Toontown Public Works. Uh, so as always, we want to thank our lovely editors, Alex the Lemur and Akita Dragon, who basically make this thing work. So uh, thank Alex for Alex and thank Akita for Akita. Without you guys, mm -hmm. we would be twisting in the wind.
And let's see. Uh, oh, you can find us on our website, which is at toontownpublicworks.com. Uh, and you also could find our Patreon, which we've already advertised. But, you know, if you want to get a bunch of different bonus con content, uh, go to patreon.com slash ttpw. You can also look at our website to find the show notes for what cartoons we watched this episode. And also YouTube uh, links as well. Uh, and uh, Casey, uh, can you tell us some, tell them about why reviews are good? Uh, yeah, so reviews help other people find our podcasts, specifically reviews on iTunes. But, uh, but another reason reviews are good is because... They give us feedback. They help us know whether we're doing a good job. Uh, and they help us know how we can work to maybe improve our content for the listeners at home. Um, so leave yeah, reviews like, uh, not only on iTunes, but wherever you can find them. Uh, and we would appreciate it. All right. So uh, I guess one last thing. Would we like to talk? Would we okay. want to talk about how to respond via Twitter or email? Oh, yeah, yeah, duh. Uh, if you want to respond to the prompt, uh, just either reply to the tweet that's going to be posted after this episode comes up, or maybe actually a little bit before, too. Um, that's uh, with the hashtag ToonTownPrompt. Um, you know, you can answer without it, but it's going to necessarily be harder just because Twitter is a bad website, and I have definitely missed things before because of that. Um, just put the hashtag in. That makes it more gelled uh the better way to just in general get in contact with us would be uh toontownpublicworks at gmail.com that's our email address which uh you can send anything from replies to prompts that are current or in the past or just general uh, suggestions for cartoons in the future and just general ideas like uh things you want to talk to us about like things you want to you know things we could improve upon, things we can, you like about us, just general anything. So, uh, yeah, we d appreciate all the feedback. We appreciate all the, uh, discussion and, uh, yeah. Send us, send us uh, pictures of cool rocks that you found. Send us your Bendy and the Ink Machine OCs. Yeah, show me, show me all your lovely rocks and all your beautiful puppers. If you, if you show me cute puppy pictures, I will show everyone else the cute puppies. Just saying. Alright, so with that, uh, my name is H.T. the Raccoon. I'm Casey the Dog. I'm Cirque the Cat. And this has been Toontown Public Works. And these cartoons, they've been archived.